0: this season on more and more every day. Let's do something together every day to be better oral historians. I don't know about you, but I love a daily task, whether it's a writing prompt to get me focused or a quick icebreaker to start class discussion. I love short, easy challenges. That's why this season's 10 minute or so episodes will feature experts, like-minded colleagues, resources, and things I'm learning along the way. But each episode will also end with a prompt something you and I can do that day to improve our skills as oral historians. I'm your host, Summer Sherland. Let's do this. I was talking with a colleague the other day about these challenges, and I asked him, what's one thing you wish you had practiced before you began conducting oral histories? He thought for a moment, and then he said this. Actually, I wish I had been more prepared for the nerves and the awkwardness that come with asking deep, probing questions of someone I've never met before. I get a little jumpy in those first few minutes, and it takes me a while to sort of lean into the interview. I also wish I had more training for dealing with awkward silences during the interview process. What's your go-to style for dealing with awkward silence in everyday conversation? What about when you meet someone new? Are you the kind of person to tell a story, ask a question or otherwise fill in the gap? Or do you wait patiently for the other person to introduce a topic? Does silence make you uneasy? Or do you find it comforting? The author Donald Miller wrote in a million miles in a thousand years," that he hates meeting new people, because quote, "If there is silence in the conversation, I feel like it's my fault." As ordinary everyday people, we have our own styles and methods of participating in conversations with strangers and colleagues and friends. But as oral historians, we actually do shoulder some of the responsibility for the flow of a conversation. Well, at least when we're interviewing people. So what do you do with silence in an interview? How do you know if it's good, thoughtful silence? And how do you know if it's awkward? And what about the function of silence itself, the space between words? I came across a blog post written in 2018 by the historian Emma Kluge. In the post, Kluge is reflecting on several interviews that she's been conducting during an intense research trip in Papua New Guinea. She's listening back to the interviews she's been doing over a couple of weeks, and here's what she says. I'm going to quote directly from her blog. She writes, listening back to my oral history recordings, I've seen how unhelpful this can be. I I cringed a lot listening to the first set of interviews I conducted. In reviewing the audio, I noticed there were so many places where I didn't leave any space or I tried to direct the conversation in a certain direction that was not going with the flow of the story that the person was telling. Instead of bringing out the best in my participant's story, often I just got in the way of the narrative they were sharing. Then my interviewee either had to abandon their train of thought or just ignore me and keep talking. I was horrified when I realized I had done this in multiple interviews and wondered how much better they might have been if I had been more comfortable with leaving silence and allowing my interviewee the space to fully answer my questions and bring their own thoughts to the table. Woof, I get that. What is it about silence that makes us uncomfortable and how can we rise above this discomfort and why should we? as oral historians. According to a study done in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology, a familiar, quote, conversational flow induces a sense of belonging, positive self-esteem, social validation, and consensus, end quote. And all this is, quote, inferred from fluent group conversation and can be interrupted by unexpected lags or silences in the conversation. So, Basically, it's pretty normal to feel uncomfortable with silence, especially when you're talking with a new person and trying to establish a new rapport with conversational flow. Moreover, you're interviewing them, so you each have roles and expectation. The narrator expects you to guide the conversation by asking questions and proposing topics, and you expect the narrator to provide information. So what do we do then with silence? you can refer back to episode 10, wait two seconds for an easy challenge or try working on your comfort with silence in a deeper way. There's a fun and engaging post by socialpronow.com called how to be comfortable with silence in a conversation. In it, author Victor Sander provides 15 things you can try to be more comfortable with silence. He explains that silence has a place in all conversations, and in fact, the smaller the talk, the shorter the silences. We're not interviewing these people for small talk. We're asking them about deeply personal stuff. So Sanders' view is that these deeper, more meaningful conversations actually include pronounced silences, and this is the goal. Today's challenge, therefore, is twofold. Listen to or watch an interview you've previously recorded and evaluate your use of silences. What do you think? Did you provide room to breathe, to think, and to bond? Did you come off as calm and thoughtful or anxious and hyper? And what's the conversational flow? I want you to reflect on this in your journal. After you've done that, take a look at Sander's suggestions. I've linked to them in the show notes. Select one and give it a try. For example, I'm gonna focus on number nine, make it a habit to reflect before you speak. I am an external processor, and you can probably tell this because I'm writing and hosting a podcast to help me think things through. (laughs) So in every conversation that I have today, I'm going to pause, think, and then respond deliberately. Hopefully, this will make me a better listener and ultimately a better interviewer. Share with us your progress at hashtag, share with us your progress at SMCC History, hashtag more and more every day we want to hear from you tell us how you did today at smcc history use the hashtag more and more every day on instagram and twitter our email is history at gmail.com and i hope you follow us write a review or suggest us to a colleague more and more every day is brought to you by the south phoenix oral history project at south mountain community college in partnership with the southwest oral history association music by noah Gattel.